0: you know, baby. Fists of Fail. Man, you are so eager to talk about this movie. I
1: know, I know.
0: And yet, we—I don't know. Have I, have I flipped your opinion of this movie? Because I think that might have, might be what has happened.
1: Right, right. So the movie we're talking about is 2006's Fatal Contact, featuring the uh, infamous Wu Jing.
0: Uh, infamous. That makes him seem like a jackass or something like that. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, well, you know, Wu Jing, yes, uh, yeah, ma- okay, made sure. famous from the, uh, the scene SPL, in SPL, one and two. yes, where he fights Daniel Yen in the, I guess, the...
0: The knife scene, yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: anyway, so uh, after seeing that uh, fight, like many people, I was like, oh, man, who's this guy? I haven't really seen mm-hmm. him before. So I started digging into his filmography, and I saw this movie, not exactly when it came out, like, you know, when it released on DVD. And yep. I remember liking it. I didn't think it the same way I feel about it now, which is probably one of the few instances where I watched something when I was younger and rewatching it. It doesn't really. It. I don't want to say it doesn't hold up. It's like my. Oh, my I'll op- say it. I'll say it for you. <laughs> right. Well, my my opinion has just drastically changed. But uh, but I, I mean, I still. It's weird. Yeah, my, my opinion has changed, but I still uh, remember liking it. So it, it, it's like an internal struggle almost.
0: Uh, right. It's those crimson colored glasses, rose colored glasses that, you know, your nostalgia blindness is getting the better of you. Right. Uh, I don't have that nostalgia blindness, right? So I, I watched this um, like a month or two ago, and I had to stop halfway because I just could not tolerate it anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I just lost patience for the movie. And yeah, when you told me like, oh yeah, we're doing Fatal Fatal Contact, uh, I was like, oh, I don't like this movie. Uh, I was I was very surprised that you're like highly recommending this, um, because uh, the story is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the story is so bad. Uh, the characters are so not characters. Um, everything about the plot is just not interesting. To the point where i don't even want to talk about it i don't even want to give a synopsis of what the fucking thing's about it's not even worth it it's so stupid like this movie's so meandering and boring yeah that's it's, that's
1: yeah it, it's weird uh i mean i am agree. I'm, I'm agreeing with you on a lot of those aspects about the story like i don't know what happened uh because i remember watching this and not really thinking that i didn't like the story i just remember thinking like oh cool like you know Wu Jing in another martial arts movie I understood that it was a uh, lower budget film, and so it had to be lacking in certain in certain places. So when I watched it, I was like, oh, "Okay, cool. You know, I, I liked. I remember. I remembered liking it." And so, but <laughs> upon, upon rewatching this, like, yeah, that's that story. Ah, man, <laughs> I don't understand how it just it just prods along and it just drags its leg and yeah. even it, it's weird. It's one of those stories where you spend a lot of time with a character. It's like we don't have that many secondary characters. Yeah. It is the main three characters we spend the most amount of time with. But it, it is so bad at fleshing them out or making them likable. I, I don't understand it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're up, I mean, the director, Dennis Love, uh, in the commentary that he did with Bay Logan and for the Dragon Dynasty commentary. He mentioned that, you know, uh, you know, one of the benefits of this p- particular project was that he had a little bit more control. Sometimes that's not a good thing <laughs> from a directorial standpoint. Like right, sometimes because you want a, the studios. Yeah, because uh, he's usually a producer,
1: uh, mm-hmm. I believe. And so um, as a director and then also as a producer, it's not like somebody is arguing with him. Oh, you need to change this stuff. You know, he's he's like, oh, well, this is now like my movie as a whole. I can just you oh, know, do, have yeah. whatever I in it. So, right. yeah, going along what you said there, there are times when uh, studio interference could probably work against you. And yes, I, I think this is definitely one of those cases where uh, no one was really correcting him in things that could have been better.
0: Well, Yeah, we do spend a lot of time with those characters. Uh, the one being uh, uh, Wu Jing, you know, like, and we have also Ronald Cheng, who is, uh, well, I was going to call him, uh, he's an actor, obviously, but he's also a singer. Uh, but but then again, everyone in, in Hong Kong is a singer. <laughs> uh, and we also have Mickey Young, who plays, like, the love interest kind of person, who is also uh, also a singer. I'm not, I like, everyone's a fucking singer there. She's a canto pop star. And the whole, uh, like, premise of the movie is, like, supposedly about the character development, right? So each one of them, you know, has, like, their flaws, uh, and you're really, like supposed to flesh them out, whereas Wu Jing is the, like, the country boy from mainland China who comes to Hong Kong and, I guess, like, discovers the underbelly uh, the un- of the underworld fight world organization, and, you know, it, it turns out, like, his whole naivete and whatnot like uh you know like he has to like overcome that in order to like really acclimate to the whole uh, like like seedy underbelly and like that kind of culture and that's what it's supposed to be and that's the way that dennis law like, describes it watching the movie i don't get any of that <laughs> i don't feel yeah, that at all
1: it, it's weird because uh i like after watching spl i thought that Wu Jing was just going to be typecasted as the villain mm-hmm. in everything because you know he yeah. was pretty good. he was really good as the in that really short role that he did there, but surprisingly in this movie I I like that he comes across as really naive, very like what behind the ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he he's oh he has that personality where uh, it, it's always positive. He doesn't want to think negative negatively of anything, and I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to slowly turn him to the dark side almost because. <laughs> he's fighting but he's always a, you know he's always very nice and hospitable about fighting even though they're like doing underground boxing underground cage fighting almost right and it it kind of happens where he starts to you know hurt these fighters mm-hmm. not just defend himself he actually starts hurting them towards the end but it's like it doesn't feel like an arc at all no oh, yeah no definitely you know? not like there's no there's no struggle with him saying oh, I didn't really want to do that, or I don't know about this, I don't really want to hurt these people. It just goes into a fight, and he does it, and then they never touch on it. So that's literally no character arc.
0: Yeah. Well, they, see, like, the, the the thing with the action movie, or uh, any movie with fight choreography is, like, visuals like, speak louder than words, right? And this movie's—every time there's dialogue scenes, and there's a, a lot of those fucking things— there's a lot of dialogue scenes. They always say, you know, like, hey, Ronald Chang will... As, like, kind of, like, the pseudo-mentor character, he'll say, like, oh, you need to show all aggression. Otherwise, you're going to lose these mm-hmm. fights. I'm like, I, are, are we watching the same fights? Like, he's he's clearly winning these fights. Uh, even when he does show hesitation, he's like... It's not like he's it's anywhere close to, like, having Wu Jing lose, him, lose in any capacity. Like, it's not that he... It, and in terms of the visuals it, during the fights, I don't actually feel like he's pulling any punches. It actually, looks like he's yeah. he's out to win, and he does. So I don't actually understand any of the visual language that they're trying to convey here. Uh, like the 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 what the characters are saying don't match the visuals at all. And it's mm-hmm. even as the movie progresses, I don't feel that way. Like yes, he 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 puts on his little pouty face. He's like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna kill you," but outside of that, like <laughs> he, I mean. There was no doubt he was gonna win any of these fights. Yeah. Yeah. And th-
1: Well, I mean, there there are moments in the fights where it, it's not like like I for some reason I kept on thinking of Blood and Bone where <laughs> Michael Jai White's character, he was just invincible throughout that whole movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he had no flaws as a fighter. In this movie, the first couple of fights you're like, Okay, this guy is unbeatable but then at least in the later fights you start to see like, okay, he he's you know, he's not perfect. He's not getting like flawless victories. Yep. So he is putting a little more effort because he's now getting uh, hurt in some of these fights yeah
0: well i mean he's not invincible but he's clearly more skilled and that's what the visual yeah. language is showing us when you watch these you know his fight scenes it's just that whole like anytime ronald Chang's is like hey you gotta you know really strike at him you know especially when he does that little montage sequence real short and, and also pointless with the the tin cans uh the tin lids and he's telling him yeah. to, to hit him in the face, and you know, uh, Wu Jing doesn't do it, and he like rep- and he he gets reprimanded for that. And like he doesn't need this training. He's he's clearly punching <laughs> people in the face. What are you, what are you on about? What is this whole scene about?
1: Right, right. They didn't. They they should have had moments in the fight where he was getting hurt because he was not an aggressor. Yes, you know, because he was a nice guy maybe he turned his back and then somebody hit him in the back of the head or, you know, something along those lines. So then the teachings of, uh, uh, I forgot
0: his name. Uh, Ronald Chang, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, Ronald Chang would have made sense. Like, he's like, oh, no, we gotta, you know, we gotta fight dirty like they're fighting dirty or we have to be aggressive like they're aggressive. Then it's like, okay, great. That works in context of the fight and then, you know, as progressing the characters. But, as you said, none of that ever happens <laughs> in the fight. So, so uh, oh, man. So this movie is uh, an hour 46. Yes. That's long. And, That's very long. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty long. Oh, well, not not no so for an bad. action movie, but for sure. Consi- considering that there are... the Considering the fights are pretty mm-hmm. short, and we don't get a lot of uh, time without the characters, it's mainly just the three characters, so we're really with these three characters, and if they're not saying things that are interesting... Or maybe funny, or progressing their characters or the story along, it gets so boring.
0: <laughs> yeah, Bay Logan said to uh, Dennis Law, "He's like, well, I really appreciate this one scene that, um, wherein you know, like, you, you it really doesn't progress the story. It's all about building characters." I'm like, no, no, get rid of this fucking scene. <laughs> In fact, there's too many of these fucking scenes. This movie has 13 minutes of fighting, uh, like when you add them all together. Uh, out of an hour and 45 minutes that's way too fucking long um but i guess zero we should mention the uh, the shorter cut uh just just briefly right
1: yeah so that's what i was gonna get into um i discovered the mainland chinese edit Mm -hmm. of this movie uh which is uh i think it's only like an hour 20 and it is uh, it cuts out <laughs> like twenty minutes of the it's movie. It's a different movie. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess, yeah, uh, not not really spoiling it, but like um, there is uh, the whole ending fight scene and and uh, like kind of revenge story that happens with Wu Jing at the end is all oh, cut. Yeah. It's completely cut, and they add this little subplot. I think it's with his sister. Yeah, you mm-hmm. mentioned that they might have yeah. Well, they, I don't so speak Mandarin
0: uh, based off of the version that you, you found. they But she called him brother. But anyways, uh, yeah. I'm like uh, sorry. To, to, let me could let you so, finish.
1: Right. So I was just going to say, so based off of uh, yeah, this this uh, new cut, uh, it sounds like he they added in a sister and she gets kidnapped and the real storyline is him fighting to get her yep. back. Yep, yep, yep. Which is so different from the ending of the, you know, like the, the true, the true Hong Kong yeah, version. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's, it's so weird because this, that, that scene you just mentioned with this inclusion of the sister character is only for the Chinese version. And when we say that there it's, when I said before, it's a different movie, it is legitimately a different movie. Like, yes, we have certain scenes that are the same, but the movie is rearranged into different orders and it yeah. and it actually has extended scenes from the original movie, like scenes that like in right. the opening when he's doing his uh, Peking Opera exhibition, you it's much longer. You actually see the characters walk into the theater, mm-hmm. whereas the uh, whereas the Hong Kong theatrical release, the quote unquote official Dennis Law version, uh, it just starts with them sitting there, and it's much much shorter. But in the Chinese, the mainland version, you actually see then um, Wu Jing doing a, a, a lot more acrobatics and stuff so that's actually kind of cool if only we could just piece the two together however then the movie would be longer and i thought we would hate it more <laughs> well i i
1: kept on thinking like there's a lot of scenes we could probably just mm-hmm. cut out of this we could you could easily cut so much out of the you know the original hong kong version and then piece back right. in you know some of the some of the long like i think there's a brand new
0: fight in the chinese version in the version, yeah. uh,
1: in the mainland chinese version one that features uh two characters that aren't any of the mm-hmm. main characters Wu Jing or, or whatnot yeah. that we were surprised to see so it was yeah we, we uh, i remember what, after we watched this i was like hey look i have this other version i found <laughs> but look at this this whole beginning's different and then we just you know it what made us go down this rabbit hole trying to figure out like what was going see, on th- and then, thankfully, in the commentary, uh, I wish they went into it, but in the commentary that he mentions, like, oh, yeah, there's a, a mainland Chinese
0: cut. Uh, like, none of us speak Chinese. The Internet is not helpful for once. Um, and, and all of this is way more interesting than the movie itself. <laughs> I try to find <laughs> research and, like, dive into the, the differences between the two versions. Uh, I only speak Cantonese, so even if I watched the Mandarin version, I wouldn't understand it because the version you found has no subtitles of any sort. So, not very helpful, but I'm, I have this assumption that you liked this movie back in the day because you somehow watched the Chinese version, the mainland China cut.
1: Yeah, see, see, I haven't watched this movie since 2006, mm-hmm. or 2007 when it came out, and I don't remember which version I watched, so that's what, that's what I was kind of speculating too. Maybe I somehow watched the mainland Chinese version that was shorter, mm-hmm and the the pacing was probably much better but i i just can't remember like the movie felt new to me after mm-hmm. watching it so <laughs> i i remembered i remembered some of the beginning but i don't remember any mm-hmm. of the ends so maybe that's what it was because the ending was so different and terrible that...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and terrible uh yeah so that's like the backstory behind the movie i and now we got to talk about the movie. At least what we could find. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now we got to talk about the movie. Look, okay, we, we completely just, like, glanced over the story. I don't want to talk about it because it just makes me angry. <laughs> and I've already talked about it, uh, kind of.
1: Well, you know it's kind of funny? Whenever I, I watch movies <laughs> like this where I think, okay, I didn't, I didn't like the plot. I didn't like what they <laughs> did here, so on and so forth i always think well how would i try to make it better you know what would i do differently and i feel like we kind of touched upon some of that stuff with you know him being in a uh him maybe getting hurt in the ring and then realizing he needs to be more aggressive i feel that uh at the end of the movie and this is jumping ahead a little bit he fights somebody who just kind of comes out of nowhere Mm -hmm. right and i almost wish that uh the person he fights at the end was maybe somebody he was in the, you know, did the operatic stage stuff with. Mm, almost to tie it like in. to sh- almost like yeah to kind of tie it mm. back in like, uh maybe the friend could have been someone like oh hey you shouldn't do that I heard people that go into underground fighting they get corrupted or they get hurt so on and so forth and then at the end it reveals like oh that's the guy who said I shouldn't fight and he's like oh I ha- I had to do it for money or so so you know there would have been. A character struggle, like, oh no, I don't want to fight this guy; he's my friend. And then, I thought that would be much more interesting, but it's just some random.
0: Right? Because see, Zero, that's your problem. That you're you're thinking of ways of making the movie interesting. They weren't going for that (laughs) apparently. The movie's really boring. See, like I went through I went through the list of all the reviews of this movie. It's like, oh, this movie, you know, every, all, basically everyone says the same thing, it's, which is, you know, oh, you know, the plot's really bad, but, you know, the fight scenes are good. Nine out of ten. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> like, you can't do that. Like, you, you forget, that, like, yeah, everyone, everyone makes a stupid excuse that's like, oh, it's an action movie. You're not here for the story. Like, no, it's a movie. It's like, if you forget that there's movie in the fucking term action movie yet like in the end it still has to entertain you you can't excuse 13 minutes of fighting and then have an hour and 30 of nothing <laughs> just just pointlessness <laughs>
1: right i mean i don't i i'm not gonna go so far and say it was nothing and it was pointless i could see what they i could you know you could clearly see what they were trying to do i think just i think the script is yep. the problem like the dialogue is just not hooking me i'm not liking these characters the idea of the story, and I don't want to reveal what happens at the end, but like, it—it's oh. not horrible, you know. Like I—I I don't mind these uh, Hong Kong downer films where it's like it's teaching a lesson, but at like a really, really like. Overly dramatic right. cost, you know. Like I don't, I don't mind that. I, I've seen that enough, and I actually kind of like it sometimes.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, um, I, I'm not sure if everyone knows my stance on downer endings. It always, for me, it always feels like it has to be earned, right? I think that, like, the ending of SPL for me is like that's how you end uh, with the downer ending. Like, it, it feels like it's set up, you know. Like, it feels like it's appropriate for the movie. Here, I actually think it, the, this ending is appropriate for this kind of premise. However, the movie mm-hmm. goes against its own premise, you know. Like we've been saying before, uh, Wu Jing, like he's supposed to be this this naive person who eventually just becomes corrupted, but it's so drastic, you know. Like it, he doesn't really get fully corrupted until the very, very last minute of the movie, right? Where like I want to feel like he's he's getting corrupted. Or being becoming a little bit more cynical as as the movie goes on, he doesn't become that. He is still naive and chipper until the very very end of the movie, and then at the very last second, he decides to become a little bit more evil than and then he <laughs> and then downer ending. It's like what, right?
1: That's right. not earned. I wouldn't say evil. It is kind of justified what he does, but it feels like it's you know it just yeah, like you said, it doesn't really feel earned. It it doesn't build up correctly and yeah i just i didn't like how they did it i like the again i like the idea of what they're trying to do but it's just with the the script it it didn't it didn't funnel me to actually
0: yeah like it yeah for sure for sure um yeah well i don't know how much else we can say it the story's terrible it ends with the fucking scene (laughs) of them sitting in a field and it doesn't make any sense i don't want to spoil anything but it's like why do we need the scene it's so stupid (laughs) <laughs> All right. it's
1: yeah it's a better place let's just, let's let's just say, say that it's say so stupid like
0: that. um yeah I'm, I'm done talking about the story because like again the, like everyone has said uh this movie you don't come here for the, the story come here for the action nine out of ten so um <laughs> so you're here for the action right the first fight scene doesn't happen until 20 minutes in and and okay yeah, I complained to you when I was watching this a couple months ago. That like, oh, the movie, the, the first fight scene doesn't happen until literally the twenty second, twenty minute mark, and you're like, well, a lot of movies start that way. And, oh, that we cover, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Most movies they give you some sort of taster or a taster, a teaser of what the main star can do. We don't get any of that. We just have a lot of dialogue. Well,
1: well I'll, I'll, I'll say that the opening i guess is supposed to be a taste of what it is but it's, it's not a fight. a fight you know it's a demonstration of his kind of wushu skills because he's yeah. performing uh, on a stage like these kind of wushu operatic type moves which is which is cool to see uh, if you watch the mainland china cut it's mm-hmm. a lot longer he does some sword movements a lot more flips and then he's doing some stuff with the whip chain but then that never comes oh, yeah. into play at all it, that's more like that's more just like a demonstration yeah,
0: exactly and i think again i I don't really get it uh i guess like china especially like in the chinese uh, audiences they had well i I mean it's not just chinese you know a lot of people had this assumption that like well if you can do acrobatics you immediately know how to fight (laughs) and you know that's like of what they're getting as like he only he only performs on in on stage like how on earth do you think that he's capable of fighting fighting uh especially in underground Mm -hmm. arenas where there's no rules and uh, you know like no sanctions um. yeah see I, I kind of wish they addressed that because they do kind of bring
1: that up and I wish that he was still like in the I wish in the earlier fights like he won but maybe he was still thinking like oh this is like a stage play like he just didn't understand it so that's how you know we build him as a as a character as yes. fighting right, character right. yeah
0: I don't actually think that 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 Peking Opera stage demonstration in the beginning is actually the teaser for the fighting in the movie the first fight is the teaser <laughs> and it happens at the <laughs> yeah. 20 minute mark because it's so short right it's super short it's it's versus this yellow clad man you know this guy wearing this uh yellow uh, like this breakdancing almost like Bruce Lee esque kind of guy uh and all all Wu Jing does is just uh block a bunch of block a bunch of hits and then does a jumping uh hook kick Uh, and obviously there's no wires in the movie that's that's totally (laughs) not him using wires i don't know if i'm being sarcastic so that's
1: one thing (laughs) right that's one thing i wanted to touch on is this is the threshold for acceptable wire Mm -hmm. work in a in a movie for me like uh, when you see like yunwo ping's uh, more modern stuff you you know you can see people are just floating like a little too long sometimes. We kind of yep. I kind of mentioned it in the uh, Master Z episode, which is fine though. That's that's his style. I'm not gonna really knock him so much for that. But here like you can tell the people are in the air just a little bit, but it still feels yep. kind of grounded because as you said he does this jumping spinning hook kick, but he does two rotations <laughs> instead of one. Yeah. So your eye knows like okay that <laughs> he's just a little <laughs> airborne for a little long but i i I was fine with that like i was fine with the wires in this movie because you kind of know it's Mm -hmm. it's off but like as i mentioned this is like this is the line i want to draw for how far i want
0: yeah yeah no i I don't know why if i was being sarcastic or not i mean (laughs) because yeah like sometimes the wire work is super obvious uh and other times it just feels like you know like it blends it in perfectly um and obviously, like no one can jump like that. You know? But you know, it's it's fine. It's completely excusable. I can, I 100% agree with your sentiments that like it just perfectly m- matches that borderline like where wire work should be. Uh, and then we don't we have we don't have another fight for like 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, what? Okay, you know what? Um, one thing we should mention is that ever, almost every fight in the movie just starts like out of fucking nowhere. Yeah
1: yeah there's uh, i don't know what this editor was doing because (laughs) and it's kind of like my my issues with this with the fights is like the editing and like the cinematography sometimes because there is no gradual progression into okay this fight is now starting we'll have a scene between two people talking about money and the next shot is a mid shot (laughs) And the person is throwing a punch. And it's like, whoa, okay, I, I guess this is starting. Like, that, that, was, that was my phrase for every time a fight started was, oh, I guess this is happening now.
0: All right, and we're back. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, no, what? That, was, that wasn't an aw- awkward and abrupt transition to an ad break. It wasn't because my hardware didn't suddenly malfunction and we had to record on a separate day. Of course it wasn't. It wasn't that we just lost like 50 minutes of recorded audio and we have to say the same shit again. (laughs) Of course not. Well, we didn't lose
1: 50 minutes. Uh, I think we can salvage like 30 because what ended up happening is your mic cut out and I was only recording.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, I guess that was a fatal contact of my mixer cables (laughs) (laughs) because I don't know what happened. Suddenly it just cut out. All the fucking uh, everything we talked about up to this point was completely gone. Uh, well, I mean that's salvaged, but you know at least now we can continue and talk about. I guess we'll just start off with the the second fight, right? Yeah, so we're, sure. We're, yeah, yeah. We. we, we well, I mean, the first fight wasn't really even a fight. It was just like O uh, Jing beats this guy down really quickly, right? Mm-hmm. and now we're at that part where i love how we're just jumping right into it because it's a completely <laughs> separate day it feels like we're just mm-hmm. jumping right just into going right into it yep 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 no flow at all but whatever yes the listeners don't even know the difference um mm-hmm. yeah so the the second fight you know like um i think you were mentioning this yesterday uh the part of the lost footage that we have now um it's uh it is the perfect blend of what we say when we say that um it's it is definitely using wire work right Mm-hmm. It's definitely using wire work. It's very obvious, but it's not so obvious where it wherein it's distracting, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I feel like there's a good example of it in terms of like you know showing off some of like more the slightly more fantastical elements of you know like what these people can do. You know, like so for example, I'm pretty sure like when this dude the this guy that Wu Jing is fighting in the second round, uh, as he's charging at Wu Jing, basically like going full force and you know, uh, you know, like basically going for a shoot, uh and he jumps in the air, Wu Jing delivers his axe kick to the knee and sends his whole body crashing to the ground. And you can clearly tell that was all wire work. But you know it and as as impractical as it it looks, I mean I mean I guess you can kind of buy it, right? Because you know it, it's it's not so crazy where like the axe kick is sending him flying across the room, crashing through a couple walls. Yeah, yeah. There's there is just a
1: slight floatiness to it but it's not too distracting i think um i think what's going on here for me is that they they shoot it in slow motion and the power that he's delivering behind this kick it doesn't feel like it's actually enough to really send him down it almost looks like the foot is just landing on his thigh or his knee and it's just pushing him down
0: (laughs) Yeah, very, very gently, as if it's like pushing the wires down, too. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, like if that were to actually happen, the the mountain of force that this whole man, like 160-pound man lunging at him would probably break Wu Jing's, <laughs> Jing's leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, like it follow, it's followed up with this really, I mean, kind of cool shot of Wu Jing delivering his flying knee to the face, which, again, is clearly wires because he's floating for too long, but... Uh, but now, like, not to harp on that for too long, like, but I, I think you were the one who's saying this yesterday, that um, uh, the wire work here is not, it, it's not so bad, right? It's not like yeah. a, w- a Wu paint production.
1: Right, right. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but um, this movie is definitely, it, it goes to the line of acceptable use of wire work where it's obvious, but it's not becoming, um, like, supernatural. So yeah. like I, I like I like the wire work here. It is you know it can come across as a little floaty times, but this is like this is it. I don't want movies to go uh, beyond <laughs> what they're doing here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, and just like that, the fight scene's over. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: So so I kind of remember what, some of the things I was mentioning yesterday. Now that we're mm-hmm. uh, discussing it again, so uh, when it comes to the fights in these movies, they're very short. Uh, mm-hmm. These first two fights, uh, especially the first one, is. Extremely short. It's just a few moves, and in this fight now, it is a few exchanges of combinations and blocks and combinations and blocks until he does uh, this kind of kick we were speaking about. And mm-hmm. I just want to say I like the choreography here. It's really nice. It's staged in a way that it feels ferocious. The problem is uh, there's not a really good build up to it. Uh, right. To maybe not to it. There's not a good build up to the fight's ending. We mm-hmm. see this axe kick in slow motion. And you're like, okay, cool, that's great. And then he just does the jumping knee, and mm-hmm. you're thinking, oh, that's it. <laughs> it, it right. uh Like the the flow of the fight just feel it doesn't feel right. And it, that right. that kind of happens a lot in this movie. And I don't understand why they did it that way. It's almost like let's just have all the all the choreography happen, and then it's just gonna end. There's no. Um, choreography and then maybe they're going to slow it down maybe with some holds or some yep. other moves and then just to be repetitive it doesn't feel like there's a flow it just kind of goes straight and then it ends uh, especially yep. here and it happens a little bit in some other fights so it, the the fights just feel they they just end abruptly a
0: lot yeah well there's no way to, there's there's no book ending to any of these fights uh, in my opinion it's similar to what you're saying it's like you don't like they they don't end like they don't never end gonna end, they just, but they just end out of nowhere, and but mm-hmm. I also feel like they start out of nowhere
1: too <laughs> yeah, right it, I like it when you can tell a fight's gonna end. Uh, you can feel like maybe a fighter's getting winded, or you can see a weakness is being exposed, and yeah. so another fighter's exploiting that. Mm-hmm. Here it's just combinations, uh blows, blocks, oh, a big fancy move, but then that's it.
0: Well the fancy moves like, usually ends a fight, right? But uh, he, but here like you never know when it's the the big fancy move, right?
1: Well, exactly. Because he throws a fancy move and we get the slow motion, usually deline- delineating, that's the end. But then he throws another fancy move yeah. with slow motion and you're thinking, uh, is there gonna be a third? Is this rule of three? Uh oh it's oh it's done. Nope. Oh okay. No, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all that's all it is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're the the uh, I'm just I'm being repetitive, but the pacing is all over the place with some of these fights. Uh, and it's very evident in this second.
0: Right. One. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like the I'm I'm definitely not a fan of the earlier fights of this movie. Um even though yes, the choreography is there. Uh I feel like because we recorded this yesterday, I am not harping on the fact that we there's so much plot that's like n- just completely ruining the uh, the experience up to this point because that's it yes we are talking about the choreography up to this point but yeah uh and the fighting i mean obviously but there was all this fucking plot that like up to this point it's like the 30 something minute mark and we're just like we need something a little bit more substantial than this because there was so much mm-hmm. fucking terrible character building up to this point that you're like right. well i want something a little bit more meaty than this it, it's yes there is fighting and, and there is pretty you know some good showcase of what Jing can do and there's um, like Nikki Lee uh, I think the stunt coordinator for this uh, you know he did he you know did a fantastic job with with uh, with the the direction in this in these fight scenes but they're really short and you know like there's problems with it so like I'm just I was just like looking for something a little bit more to this and uh, yes this what this fight scene ends very short uh, very you know quickly and then we don't get another fight scene for like another 10 minutes (laughs) i don't know if we mentioned this you know as if it's on record <laughs> or if it's lost to the ages before but uh out of this hour and 45 minutes there's only 13 minutes of fighting
1: yeah you meant you mentioned that
0: like uh, earlier yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. that's uns- that's unacceptable mm-hmm. um yeah but uh i don't know i, I kind of just want to move on to the next fight scene because uh that, that's all this fucking movie is right that's all it is. yeah well
1: that's that's all we're supposed to be discussing now mm-hmm. in this segment of our mm-hmm. podcast, yeah. breaking down the fight choreography.
0: Well, well, supposed to, but yeah. Uh, uh, you know, well, I did preface much earlier that I don't want to talk about this movie story because <laughs> it's so horrendous. Um, all right, so after a series of things happened, they're in the like this underpass uh, beneath the I don't know, like, well beneath the streets. Yeah. Um, and it's Wu Jing, Ronald Cheng, and Mickey Chung who are just being ambushed by a bunch of thugs, I guess. And um, I, rem- like, I remember you saying... <laughs> You've got to be saying that a lot today. I remember you yeah. saying that you like this fight. And I would love mm-hmm. to hear why again because I still don't get it. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I, I remember you saying that too. So this is a group fight. Uh, it's kind of like a two-on-many fight. Um, Very short, again, Um, but so I'm I'm just kind of fast-forwarding basically to the end of it. Uh, There is a really uh, nice cinematic move that Wu Jing does, and I remember when I first watched this, when it first came out, I was extremely impressed. Um, I was not so keen... On like the background information on how martial arts films were created or made. Yep. I guess I understood the idea of wires, but it probably just didn't dawn on me that because this was a current movie that they were still using wires. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the scene, uh, we have a top-down view of Wu Jing uh, surrounded by three men. Mm-hmm. He does a split kick to block two moves coming from his left and his right, and he finishes it off. By then, kind of landing on the shoulders of the guy in the center, and then kind of crushing him, like Mm -hmm. almost just like releasing his weight and having him like you know uh, go down to the ground. And when I saw that uh, as a younger uh, individual, (laughs) I thought, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" (laughs) I I thought it was a triple kick, but it really isn't. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. I guess I didn't. It never dawned on me that maybe wires were used because I was thinking, "Oh, this is not in." old-school Shaw Brothers movie. This is a current movie. No one uses wires in, in you know, modern martial right. arts
0: movies. Uh-huh.
1: But now that I know, you can clearly see he's, you know, he's floating when oh, he's yeah. kind of doing that last move.
0: Mm-hmm. I, well, I know that you're a fan of the overhead shot because it, well, it breaks up with the monotony, right? Because, uh, you know, like you're in this cramped hallway, so a lot of the shots that you see of any of the action is just these, these really close-up, you know, uh, like, uh, like shots where you can't really see the the origin of any of these kicks that like you were mentioning before. Um, and, you know, like a lot of it can be, feel a little frenetic and a little too close when, you know, like when it comes to action scenes, we want the wides, right? We want to see everything framed properly. Uh, yeah. So when you do break up the monotony with like something different, like that overhead shot, it's like, wow, cool. We get to see something unique. Uh, I actually think like watching it yet again, I'm thinking it's actually a little bit of a detriment because now you can actually see how long he's floating for <laughs> in that final hit. But hey you know that's because like i've also like we've done this show for so long and like we, we hone in on these things but I'm like hey he's floating for a little too long but mm-hmm. it's excusable because yeah, you know yeah. it's, it's not like he's floating and then he's floating in the air he does like seven kicks and then he and then he does a backflip or something like that
1: right i i can see tony jaw pulling off this move like Wu Jing is not really known for this kind of stuff, so I, you know, it's understandable he needed to use wires. Mm. So, but I I feel like it's doable. Yeah, yeah. is what I'm trying to say. So that's kind of why I still like the move, even though he had assistance. Right. Um, And one thing I wanted to point out too is that uh, is it Ronald Ronald Cheng, Ronnie, Ronald Cheng is doing some fights now. And one thing we were mentioning, uh, not in the beginning, but in lost dialogue, (laughs) is that. He actually is a comedic actor, yeah. or just normal actor. He's not really. He, known he's, for he's
0: also a singer, and like, <laughs> also a e- singer. But everyone in Hong Kong's a singer, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, Canto Pop. Uh-huh. And one of the things that was nice is he's doing uh, he's doing fights, mm-hmm. and it's clearly him mm-hmm. uh, the whole time. Uh, not complicated choreography, but he, I would uh, have been surprised to know that he wasn't a martial artist. Right, right. So I I, I want to say kudos because he pulls off some moves that look really nice and I wouldn't have known he was just
0: like a comedian. Right, yeah. The, the characters say at the, towards the end of the fight, they're like, oh, Ronald, that was amazing. I didn't know you did Tai Chi. Nothing about this, this choreography <laughs> s- scream Tai Chi. It's like he just did a bunch of blocking. He just like... He didn't really bob and weave at all. It's like there's, you know, what Tai Chi looks like. Everyone knows what Tai Chi looks like. Like there's nothing. About- I actually, don't know what Tai Chi looks well, like. Well, <laughs> you you've been to the park. You know what Tai Chi looks like. Uh, you see all those cha- Asian ladies in, in at seven. Oh, that's why you don't know what they look like because uh, you're exactly. not up at seven in the morning. Exactly. Uh, see, like the the parts that I don't that I do like about this fight are the more simple stuff right so like um, uh, Wu Jing doing a tornado kick off of the the wall you know uh, or off of the railing that's you know attached to the wall or him doing a a, a, a side push kick to this guy because you can clearly tell there is no wires with that it's just him with fear, pure ferocity in, in that in that and also you know there's Ronald Cheng do, doing his thing It's like again his choreography is not complicated but you know, it, it's impressive that we, they got him to do his own thing. So those are things I like. I don't like the camera. <laughs> I don't like the shots. It's a little too close. And yeah,
1: that was that was uh, one of the things I was mentioning a lot in the lost audio. <laughs> that uh, I'm I wasn't crazy about the cinematography of the fights in this movie. <laughs> uh, they're just the cameraman is just too close a lot. He's always in mids and he's always in American shots. American shots is when you just cut off at the ankles down. And so when you have uh, a lot of people throwing kicks and you're not seeing the origin of these kicks, you're losing information. Mm -hmm. It's nice when you're watching choreography, you get full information. Sometimes it works uh, for it, and then sometimes it works against it. Like sometimes you have close-up shots. Sometimes you don't need to see where the punch is coming from for it to feel impactful. But in a case like this where it's claustrophobic and it gets kind of messy because you have multiple fighters... It, it only helps to know uh, where the kicks are coming from and where the punches are coming from. And because everything is in mids in the scene, it just it feels a little too uh, messy for your eyes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's exactly the problem with it. And, you know, that that's a recurring thing with a lot of the fights in this movie. And, hey, let's, let's get into the next fight where uh, Wu Jing fights yellow tracksuit man or yellow soccer t-shirt man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the dude in the ponytail. Um, see, like, this is where it actually starts to get a little bit cleaner in terms of the, the cinematography, uh, for way th- the ways that they shoot the action, right? So it yeah. opens again, <laughs> like the way that all the fights in this movie uh, start. Uh, it just starts out of nowhere, it, you know, like they just kind of yeah. Wu
1: Woo Jing's trying to be
0: like, oh hey, you know, shake his hand, good fight. The guy's like, nope,
1: fighting you. <laughs>
0: well, the the shot before that is just a bunch of people talking. There's no mm-hmm. build up into the next shot, which is them like a. Ab- just about to start fighting there's you know there's nothing that ramps it up it's it's like there's no setup it's like okay we're in the room all right all right right. people are talking you need to like maybe like like get them ready look make make the characters look like they're getting ready to fight nope right just go right into it
1: yeah sometimes when you have a fight it it's nice to build it up to have that moment of nothing happening you you just cut to both fighters' faces or you cut to reactions or or something just to give it a, a pause before you ramp up into it, right. the way they keep doing it in this movie is
0: random scene, random scene, and now we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, basically. See, like I do like the way that this one starts, right? So we have this cam, like, <clears throat> like. Albeit, I did just complain about a lot of it. At least it starts off nicely, right? The camera is slowly panning out, uh, panning away from the action, the the two performers, and you like the the final the the final glimpse of it before it cuts is like a full wide of them you can see their whole you know the whole body so like there's a there's a nice you know tracking shot you know, of the uh of the two performers uh doing somewhat co- complicated choreography so that's kind of nice uh the rest of the fight you know like there, there's some highlights that i do like you know like there's that moment where wu jing does a low sweep and with the same leg he delivers a high uh a high hook kick to the face I think that's great. You know, that, that shows a lot of control on Wu Jing's part. You know, he, he clearly has you know, a lot of skill when it comes to his kicks. Um, and, you know, like, again, it's a really short fight. You know, like, uh, you know, <laughs> he doesn't really last much longer after that. Um, Wu Jing does kind of um, capitalize, that's the word I'm looking for, capitalize on the fact that this guy isn't really good on blocking his lower extremities. So, you yeah. know, like now Wu Jing's, like, doing all these low kicks, low, you know, like, hitting the inner thigh. So now this guy's, like, wobbling. Uh, and then after that point, he, his defenses are completely, you know, uh, compromised. Yeah. I, I like that stuff. You know, it shows, you know, like, if, as a visual language, like, what his strategy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And uh, so going back to the cinematography, too, uh, it makes sense in this scene that the camera is really close because... They're now fighting in this um, closed-down restaurant. Yeah. So basically all the chairs have been stacked up, but they're, they are encircled by these businessmen, mm-hmm. you can say, who are just watching the fight. And when the camera uh, is kind of in uh, wider shots, you just see the crowd around them. So it helps to make it feel like they're in this very claustrophobic setting, but but I like it here because that's really what it is. They're just you know it's like cockfight. It's like almost like they're cockfighting. Yeah, right. It's just a bunch of men like cheering like okay who who's who's uh, your fighter who's my fighter, and they're just watching them for sport. So uh, like I don't mind the cinematography here. It's just a shame that sometimes you get shots where hey. The two fighters are crammed on the left side of the screen and there's absolutely nothing going on <laughs> on the right side of the screen. Why did you do that?
0: No, that's a, it, that's a good point. Like,
1: it doesn't really make sense to me. Are you trying to say that you're cramming the, the fighter on the left because he's on the losing side now? Are you, are you trying to give more screen real estate to Wu Jing because he's winning? Like, mm-hmm. I, I get those kind of ideas when you're framing the shot. But it didn't really feel like it made sense right. to do it like well,
0: that. Well, I think they, they did that. So, you know, they set it up at first. So, you know, there's all this empty space on the right so that they can actually pan to the left. Like, whoa, look at this camera movement. Whoa, isn't that ah. impressive? I'm pretty sure that's all it was. Uh, yeah. yeah. No,
1: I, I get it. But when you look at it, like if you have empty space, sometimes you're looking at the empty space yeah. more because you're like, well,
0: what, what's <laughs> what am I over supposed there? to look at? It? That empty exactly. chair that's the, no just, one's sitting on. Yeah, there's just a
1: <laughs> bunch of stacked chairs. I was looking at that instead of looking at the fighters. That's not, you know, that's not good cinematography. That's not. My eyes should be drawn to the fighters, not true. at the stacked
0: chairs. So. Uh, uh, oh, Dennis Law got took inspiration from Les Mis, <laughs> the movie that came out it's like seven years after this. uh you know like yeah let's have all this white space on screen you know like where we should just be focusing on the performers um hey at least we you know like yeah at least we follow this up with another fight like right afterwards right which is good even though we don't get another fight after that until like 20 minutes later but yeah um at least like one good thing about this is that you know you know, like we we get a fight afterwards, but I will say that that this particular fight ends also abruptly. It's like a recurring theme with this movie. All fight <laughs> scenes just end with a move that I didn't know if whether or not that was supposed to be the finishing blow. But the yeah. guy, you know, Wu Jing delivers a roundhouse kick to the back of this guy's head. He falls to the ground, and I just I just thought he would just get up, and he he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> So this is the uh, what
1: he throw what he's throwing is like the infamous like uh, chin kick. Mm-hmm. You can say it's been. Oh, in. Oh no no! Uh, I was still thr- talking
0: about the previous fight. But yes, we're, oh we're, sorry sorry sorry. Yeah yeah, but it's okay. Like like with the Paul Smith uh, the Paul Smith uh, fight, which is the uh, Caucasian actor, the the only white guy in the whole movie. Um, mm-hmm. So you can clearly tell his name's Paul Smith. Uh, yeah, like yeah, it does end with the the chin the like the the chin chin kick uh, heel kick. Yeah yeah yeah. Well, why don't you elaborate on the heel kick? Like, what, what, what is it?
1: Right. So, uh, yeah, just, just like I was saying before, uh, we've seen this in Eastern Condors. We've seen this in Dragons Forever. It's when somebody does a, yeah, you know, just a normal front kick, but it goes to the chin, mm-hmm. kind of like up towards the chin. It causes the person to basically, like, fly backwards. Yep. And if you frame that right, it looks amazing. And in Eastern Condors and in Dragons Forever... They frame it correctly. Yep. They have this really close top-down angle. Mm-hmm. So when the foot makes contact with the chin, you see the face fly back and it becomes big in the camera. Mm-hmm. You can see the, uh, the expression of pain mm-hmm. on the person's face. And then you cut to the wide mm-hmm. and then you see the person like kind of flying up in the air and laying on their back. Right. That's right. like, I feel like that's the only real acceptable way to show this kind of kick and show power behind it. Mm-hmm. In this movie, it's weird because he does that kick but we only see it in the profile wide. He right. still he still flies back and crashes on the table, mm-hmm. but you don't feel that power like they have in Eastern Condor as a Dragon's Forever right. because you're missing that top-down shot where you see the kick just go towards the camera. You see the guy's face go towards the camera. You're losing all of that. That's a, that's a case where I want the camera to be close because I want to see that pain.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It, it's, it has something to do with the fact that this movie has a low budget, right? They're, they're, this is not a set. This is clearly an actual restaurant that they're filming in. Yeah. So, you know, like in order for them to f- to get that kind of shot, either they have to have uh, a, a rig, which they probably don't have the space for in that, in that um setup or they have to have a cameraman sitting on the shoulders of another cameraman (laughs) as he's filming from above. Um, But you know, like I, I, regardless, I feel like there's some creativity there that could be, you know, you know, that wasn't being utilized. Like, why does it just stand on a chair? (laughs) Do something with this. Uh, But it's still impressive, you know, because Wu Jing's showing off his flexibility too, because he has a guy has Paul Smith in these like very close range arm locks. They're not arm locks, but I don't don't know what you call it. This, i don't think there's any real name for it he just had he's basically holding on to both of his wrists and he has enough flex flexibility and dexterity to deliver a front snap kick to the face uh and send him flying i think that's that's great uh but yes if the cinematography was a little bit more creative and a little bit more conventional with the way that we usually film this kind of hit i think it would have worked better too yeah um so, yeah, uh, but that, I, we're jumping straight to how this fight ends. I mm-hmm. think uh, all in all, we should just talk about like, how Paul Smith's performance is, like how the, his fighting style is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's more like the brawler tank kind of guy, right? But he clearly yeah. has some skill in him. You can clearly tell that the, he's not like an, a Ronald Chang, which is like, hey, we just bring this one guy who doesn't know how to fight, we just give him simple choreography. This guy, even though he looks like just a simple brawler, he clearly has some sort of martial arts background in him, mm-hmm. right? His choreography yeah. is complicated enough where it looks like you know he has something in him.
1: So, uh, yes, he does have uh, some fighting abilities, but as uh, many directors and many fight choreographers have pointed out, just because you are a trained martial artist does not mean you are good at on screen fighting, right? Because you lack the timing that is needed to film a fight. And uh, sure. Dennis Law was saying in the commentary that. There's a simple move that uh, Paul Smith does that uh, Wu Jing should have just easily recovered from, but he actually, uh, I think he blacked out from the move.
0: Oh, okay, interesting.
1: I don't know if you remember that. So there's a, there's a moment where he kind of picks him up and he slams him on the ground. And what ended up happening is uh, Wu Jing slammed the back of his head
0: oh, uh, against oh, yeah, the ground. That's right. It's
1: not the cut we see in the movie, but he was saying that um, when they were filming it, he slammed, he didn't get the timing right. He threw him. He landed on the ground and he just kind of blacked out. <laughs> right, right. Which right. is, uh, you know, that's not good for your main actor. And unfortunately, when you have fighters who don't have uh, on-screen fighting um, experience, you have that danger.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, that, that's that's very very true. But you know, like like hey, for for the product that we got, I think uh, at least we could get to see like this guy actually knows something. You know, he's again not just like a, a nobody. Well. It's just not like a nobody that they, they got on screen like oh, well you're a big dude you know like you should be able to uh, do this role like they gave him enough complicated choreography wherein I can justify like hey you know like this guy you know he he has the look but he can also like pull it off at least and yes it, it, it is hard well I'm not at all saying that choreography is not easy uh, is is easy you know like it's definitely hard but you know this guy you know for the most part like definitely you know, showcase like what he can do so much so that uh, Dennis Law felt the need to showcase him some more in the subsequent fight scene. Yeah. Uh, well, I
1: I feel like that was also a budgetary thing. You because, think? Oh. Well, because fighters return yeah. in the
0: I believe it's the next fight. Oh, uh, it's all coming back to me. All the, <laughs> my complaining. <laughs> God. Um. Yeah. Uh. So the, this. What's the setup for the next fight scene? Um. And it, we're like, do you remember what I was complaining about? Because I. Uh, So
1: basically in the story, um, you know, Wu Jing is going through the motions of, hey, I'm fighting people and I'm getting more money. So I'm going to keep fighting more people and get even more money. So they decide to put him in this kind of tournament style fight where it's not just him. It is three guys from his side, you know, the bad guy he's working (laughs) under and three other guys from that other guy and <laughs> <laughs>
0: very specific yeah i'm very specific
1: but uh paul smith who we just mentioned a uh, big white guy he uh, just fought uh makes a second appearance so mm-hmm. you know they get to use him again and then we get uh, two new fighters in andy on and uh kenji tanagaki
0: okay right so uh my, my complaint with this is that paul smith is the first fighter uh so it's you know obviously these three versus Wu Jing in the end right but it starts with paul smith first uh Obviously, they give Wu Jing the worst teammates in the world, right? <laughs> so they get immediately dispatched. But we spend so much more time with Paul Smith. Mm-hmm. Nothing against him. Nothing against him at all. Again, we we've, we've seen that what well, he can. He doesn't do anything absurdly complicated. But you know, he, you know. But he's he's you know, I like, give him some props. But we've seen him already. That's the, yeah. If you got the fort and center, like you're going to see even more of him.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a shame because I felt that um, when Wu Jing fought the guy in the yellow previously. We see him again, and he starts fighting Paul Smith, and you know he's faring okay. Oh, is that supposed to be it's him? Just that, yeah, that was the guy in yellow. Yeah, yeah. I liked his choreography a lot, uh, albeit very short against Wu Jing. Here, like Paul Smith is just kind of you know throwing him around, and he and he, it's more of like a brawler type of yep. fight, and then eventually he just stomps on him. Yep, yep. Through through <laughs> and a, he bunch of, a bunch of breaks, yeah,
0: yeah. Through the pallets, yeah, yep. No, uh, it's just mm-hmm. from, like and that's and that's it yeah, that's it
1: but I, you know but i get it though because uh, it it had to be wu jing now fighting three guys i think they started to realize okay there are fights they're short and they needed to really now give us a lot more yeah. so maybe they were thinking about it like that because we are almost at the hour mark yep. we're at the 50 minute mark mm-hmm. oh, so <laughs> This is the biggest and the longest fight in the movie so thankfully it finally came at least at the halfway point because yeah. if this came at the end and we did, were just getting these small little you know nuggets of brawls uh, it probably would have been like a, a, like drag. a even bigger chore to, yeah. yeah a giant drag oh, don't get don't get
0: me do. wrong like this movie's a fucking drag <laughs> like the, all the fights <laughs> in the movie do not make it less of a chore to go to sit through um and i i don't care what the like the viewers say you know like I, i'm not sure if i made this joke already uh or it's like oh you know like this this movie you know you come here for the action you don't come here for the story you know like this movie has a lot of action nine out of ten yeah <laughs> <It's like>, that's <laughs> fucking like the the ad the story's you know you know not so good but at least the action's good uh and, but you know up to this point yeah fine we we finally have this like like longer fight sequence it starts with uh, like that doesn't really start until like Wu Jing like actually comes into fray. And so he's fighting Paul Smith again. And it's like, okay, we've seen this already. You know who's gonna win, but they try to add a little twist to it, which is Paul Smith mm-hmm. decides to lather him up in oil. I didn't even yeah. know that until you told me. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh yes, it's salivating. Yeah, it
1: yes. Oh, this fight got so much better once he started lathering.
0: <laughs> it. <laughs> uh it doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
1: Oh, come on, they they clearly show how the uh, logistics of this is supposed nope. to work. So I, I was totally nope. fine with nope. it. No, basically he oils himself up all over his chest, mm-hmm. mainly his chest, <laughs> his like big hairy chest. And Wu Jing throws a you know a big haymaker towards his chest, and you see his gloves slide right off, right. and you see his face like, uh oh, <laughs> what am I gonna do now?
0: Nope, <laughs> no, none of this makes any. In an application, it doesn't make any sense. You 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 don't you lather you lather yourself up in oil in a fight so you don't get grappled. Um, mm. so you know, not so you can't like take hits. It's not like you like lather yourself up and like, all right, guys, I'm ready to get kicked in the face. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Uh, you know, so every time Wu Jing's like throwing these hooks and all these hooks just like bounce off of him. Like, no, that's not how any of this works. You know, like it's not it's not like. You ever, you ever seen flubber? (laughs) You ever seen, you ever seen flubber? Like when, yes, I have seen flubber. When like, uh, one of the characters like rub themselves in like, uh, like the, the flubber jelly. And then just like, anytime like they get anywhere close to that jelly, they just like bounce right off. That's what they're making this oil seem like. It's like, oh, these punches are ineffective because they'll just like rub right off of him. Like, right. It's like if you get hit by a car, but you're lathered up, like, are you going to be fine? I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I, I understand why you're annoyed at the scene, because... Like you said, you would think if you oil up you can't get grappled, you can't get pulled or, mm-hmm. or, or get put into chokeholds or whatever. And Wu Jing basically kind of gets him in an arm lock what at the end. Hell? And and when you think about it, you <laughs> it feels like he should have like slid off of him or wouldn't have been able to hold his arm. So right. they they kind of you know, they kind of messed up
0: there. Yeah, like they, they forgot the own rules that they set up themselves. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, even after a certain point, the the punches and kicks start like they start having more. They start effect. landing. Yeah, it's yeah, like what did he do yeah. different? He, he's he's he did the same exact thing. Now it's you know now it's suddenly effective. And yeah, like we said, like you said before, the grappling starts to work. It's like I I don't get any of this. Um, so while he's fighting Paul Smith, we get these cutaways of uh, the next fighter being a like cheeky bastard. So he's like putting up nails and in, and in, in, in his boots and his his gloves so he can be a cheater <laughs> basically uh getting a dirty advantage over wu jing and uh yeah, you know, he just like starts like scratching them all up you know like getting like the nails like really deep into like every orifice of, of his body making new orifices orifices everywhere. yeah well, <laughs> i didn't see that part of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe we watching the x-rated version the 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 third version not the chinese version um yeah and you know here there's nothing there's not like super crazy choreography this is more like uh just it's simpler just to show the fact that it's more uh, about like the brutality of it right it's like it's it's supposed to feel very unpleasant obviously because you like you can kind of sympathize with the character like he's really getting like fucked up Mm -hmm. and if this was had if this had any rules to it whatsoever uh, someone would be like hey that guy's getting cut up I wonder if his punches have some sort of uh, mechanism in it. Nope. He's just bleeding a lot. Eh, let's just let them keep fighting. It's fine. <laughs>
1: Well, I like how uh, Wu Jing actually defeats him, mm-hmm. which is he grabs the hands of his opponent and then he uses it to, you know, cut his opponent with. Yep. And yeah. uh, if anything, I'm like, okay, that was kind of neat because that's all he could do, really, if you think about it. He mm-hmm. can't really defeat him by just trying to beat him with choreography. Right. He literally grabs his hands and just makes him start scratching himself up.
0: Right, right, right. You know, the uh, one thing we should talk about, the Chinese version of this movie Um I, I, the way that the Chinese ver- the mainland China version, is cut up, uh, after this whole sequence is done, uh, after Wu Jing uh, like defeats these three guys, uh, as a result of him getting uh, nails dug into his neck, he goes to the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, you know, he's he, that's where he belongs, you know, he, he needs to be. This that same hospital scene is much, much later in the, the theatrical cut that we watched. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and and the context of that is under completely different pretexts and diff- different circumstances. Yeah,
1: but I'm I'm surprised that they edited it like that. Yeah, and I wonder. Sense. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it still kind of works. The thing is, we we don't understand Mandarin. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they changed the dialogue to, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe bridge the gaps a little better. Right, right I would right. be so curious to know if that's something that they played around with because you know it, it is dubbed over. For the mainland Chinese version so I wonder if they just fixed uh, or changed uh, dialogue to make it flow better because it's not what they were really saying
0: right right yeah the, for sure like I, yeah I'm very curious too but you know what? I was I was trying to say that the that Chinese cut makes sense you know like bridging it uh, with the hospital scene but the the way that this whole thing ends in the theatrical cut doesn't make any sense he's like he beats these guys up and then the next scene he's just like do you need to go to a hospital? Like, nah. He's it's like, fine. nah. Well, no, nah, it's just t- t- tetanus. It's fine. I don't need. Yeah, think...
1: <laughs> it, it shows the you know it shows the female love interest bandaging him up, and because she's doing it with love and affection, it heals in like two scenes.
0: He has a rusty. <laughs> he had rusty nails dug into his neck. Like, I know. No amount, no amount, I know. You no can see can fix very that. very deep
1: cuts across his across his forehead, across his face, and in uh, a few scenes later. You just see light scars. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, that's not how, that's not how <laughs> Those scars would heal. At least show stitches. I would have liked yeah. to see in stitches. That would have been better. Just some, yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah but just they like... just—it's like they did light makeup to show, <laughs> like you know, light scarring. Like man, like he's got really good skin, or like he's got a really good dermatologist.
0: He's like Wolverine. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so back to the action, uh, yes. yeah, because like even though the nails thing is what should have sent him to the hospital, he should be in like shock because his whole body is just bleeding out. Uh, mm. But he s- decides to continue fighting to defeat to fight the third guy uh, Tanagaki, the the expert kicker. And this guy, you know, like it starts off pretty, you know, uh, theatrically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a shot of Wu Jing delivering a. Jumping double, uh, jumping flying, uh, flying double kick. Uh, mm-hmm. but while he's doing it, Tanagaki is jumping over the guy who's about to get kicked and doing a front flip and landing on Wu Jing mm-hmm. as he's in midair. Right. There is a lot to this, it is not at all simple. Obviously, there's wire work in it because Tanagaki's floating for a little too long.
1: Oh, that's not Tanagaki, that's not no. So, the second fighter is tanagaki oh last fighter is andy on
0: oh yeah. so any <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter they're barely yeah. in the movie anyways yes any on is the expert kicker that's yes. that's what i meant to say uh and yeah, that 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 first shot is like it, it's it's so over the top but i mean i i kind of like it you know just for, for the the like the athleticism and the timing that they actually yes. have to get for that
1: yeah i really like that shot even though it's clearly on wires because one of the things i remember saying is if the timing isn't right and the fact that everyone is on wires when they're literally all in the they're all airborne at the same time mm-hmm. i could imagine that maybe somebody's wires got tangled and they're all just uh. like you know they just get entangled, they just hit each other in the air and it right. could have just been a mess so the right. fact that so the fact that wujing double kicks tanagaki away and then immediately andion does a flip and land on top of him it's it's so nice and it's i i like that we get the second angle of it too
0: yeah right right yeah no, that that that's typical jackie chan-esque uh slow-mo a like double slow-mo but from different angles thing mm-hmm. uh, i definitely applaud that um I mean, like, I'm pretty sure Wu Jing's the one that's not on wires. He's the one who's actually just delivering this uh, double kick, uh, the like, the double leg in, in midair. Uh, and Dion's and the one who's actually on wires, because, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, he just has to time that, that perfectly, that flip entirely, you know, like, has to land specifically, so, like, it has to look like he's actually stepping on Wu Jing yeah. as he's about to fall to the ground, hit whatever mat's on the ground that's not on camera. Um... But uh, in terms of the fighting, so Anion's fighting is most primarily with kicks, right? So the problem with this, and I don't like to come off negative right away, the problem with it is the camera work. Mm -hmm. Again, there's no excuse here because it's an open warehouse or open ship container. There's plenty of room.
1: Yeah, they should have...
0: I mean, I mentioned this earlier.
1: Everything is in mids. And American shots, they should have got. They should have got went wide. We have this nice kicking battle between them, and Eon's yeah. doing lots of nice uh, round kicks or spinning hook kicks, and uh, Wu Jing's just defending. At least there is this one really, really like bird's eye, god's eye view shot where you have this camera on a crane looking down, and they're really tiny, and you can just see. Uh, Andy Yan throwing these like multiple spinning hook kicks as the camera is just getting closer to them and Wu Jing is right. just dodging out of the way. It's a really, really nice shot. I wish there was maybe not more of these exactly, but just wider shots so we can see these really, really nice circular hook kicks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, a lot of the problem is with the camera. Um, one being particular, I don't like this. I don't like this in my Hong Kong action movies where wu jing's just taking a bunch of uh, hits but like the camera is so close up to him where you can actually do not see at all what is being delivered Mm -hmm. it's it's just a shot of him you know in profile view like basically looking directly at the camera uh and just blocking a bunch of like hits like uh, like a barrage of hits but because it's it's filmed from the chest up you can't see anything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I, I don't even think they're actually doing any choreography. I think they're just saying, <laughs> "Hey, Anion, just like flail your arms, look like you're actually doing something," and <laughs> Wu Jing will just look like he's actually blocking, but he's—you you can't tell. Because, yeah, like, the shot is so poorly done.
1: And the thing too is uh has this uh, very loose jacket that he's wearing, so anytime he does the spinning kicks too. The uh, overlapping action of the jacket following sometimes is obscuring what's going on on screen. So, you know, it's very brief, but uh, I do agree with you that uh, the cinematography here, it's just like, you know, back up, back up a little bit. Let (laughs) me let me see this fight because I I like the choreography a lot. I like that we get these nice long takes of these guys just really duking it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to say, though, I really like the choreography of how uh, it ends Right. When it when it goes into Wu Jing, basic I don't I don't know why he does this, but it it's effective. He just starts throwing nothing but elbows. Yep. But it's not what? just it's not just like oh, let me just elbow while I'm you know <laughs> facing you. It's yep. a lot of like spinning elbows. He's like. Blocking the knees with it, or hitting his like uh, his mid torso with it—really, really impressive choreography
0: here. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I, I like that a lot too. I, I think the visual language was trying to indicate that, like, th- well, this guy's a distance fighter, right? He he throws ah, okay. kicks, right? Yeah, so yeah. how do you how do you mitigate that kind of fight? Uh, similar to what we saw in uh, *Kiss of the Dragon*. Mm-hmm. Was it *Kiss of the Dragon* *Kiss of the Dragon*? Yeah. Well, you know, how do you fight someone who fights from a distance? Well, you gotta get in real close, mm-hmm. like so close they can't even attack. And I think that's what they're going for here. Like, right? once Wu Jing gets in with the elbows, he he starts hitting him. Uh, then you know, then Wu Jing can retaliate with his own like jumping, flying kick. So much so that they you know, felt the need to show that again slow mo. But least, I mean, it makes sense that they he does that after the elbows mm-hmm. to show that okay, now he's weakened him. Now he can deliver the final blow. Right. I like the, you know I like that they spell it out visually. Although you know everything up to that point. Eh, You know, there there could have been slight improvements, you know, like, again, back up a little bit. Yeah. I want to see, I want to see, I don't like these mids, you know, especially if you have a kicker. Like, I want to see him throw these kicks. Like, I want to see him from, like, you know, his whole body when he's actually doing some of this choreography. Right. So, it just feels like wasted potential, you know?
1: Yeah. And the thing, too, is, you know, we're dissecting this. So, as we're watching it, we can see, oh, okay, he's throwing the elbows because he was throwing nothing but the kicks. And that was his way to get in. If you're just watching this for the first time, that's going to be really hard to pick up on unless you really, you know, unless you really watch a lot of fights like we do or you're just really keen on fighting tactics. So, like, I I completely forgot, like, oh, yes, he's a kicker. He needs to get in close. (laughs) That's why he's doing the elbows. Like, that's, like, the light bulb over my head now that I'm rewatching it and now that you mentioned it.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Well, um so that's that <laughs> uh and then we got a lot more fucking story you know again like we said before the the characters aside uh oh well uh you're cut up to shit and um these guys almost killed you um let's not go to the hospital uh let's continue fighting in the underground world uh and we don't get another fight until like what another 20-ish minutes right so there's like this whole fucking plot about the, the female love interest, having a friend who's also a terrible person reprimanding it doesn't fucking matter. it's <laughs> like I'm, I'm just I'm just I feel a need to talk about it at least a little bit because you know like we are only talking about the action, mm-hmm. but there is so much shitty story in between <laughs> that you just constantly forget that th- this is a martial arts movie sometimes. Mm-hmm. It just feels like you know, like there's a it's a crappy Hong Kong movie with a little bit of action in it right but at least in the next fight we get and this is where we did not talk about in our lost footage recording uh the fight with Shing yu Shing mm-hmm. yu is the uh guy from let's see how many movies has he done uh kung fu hustle yeah he was the probably
1: kicker. where most people remem- remember him from he's the coolie right. character
0: yes um yeah coolie he was in uh he was in uh, Flashpoint. If you guys have seen Flashpoint. Um, and oh, he, was, he in, was also in it Man. He was in
1: It Man. Yeah, he's in Master yeah, he Z as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, Master Z. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been in a, a bunch of things. Um, also a really skilled martial artist. And um, this fight is actually the last fight of the mainland Chinese version. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make any sense <laughs> why that, this, this fight would be the last fight. Because uh, like, and like we say with all the fights in this movie, it just starts. It just starts out of nowhere. We literally get no buildup for this character. Mm-hmm. No buildup. We like, we aren't established who this character is. Like as soon as the the scene starts, like we are in the, the the location, we are introduced to him in a in one shot, and that's it. Then the fighting starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you how do you end the movie like that? Right,
1: right. Ah, yeah, I I wish I had I wish I knew Mandarin or I wish I was able to get a copy that had English subtitles because I I would I would just kind of watch it. I'd be curious to see how they re-edited it for uh, Mainland China because it's this doesn't make sense why this is the last fight. Considering that just just to kind of jump ahead a little bit, nothing bad really happens to Wu Jing here.
0: Mm-hmm. Right yeah, I mean it, it's so it seems like yes, uh, this guy's also really skilled too. Um, he's clearly fighting a, a relatively competent fighter, but we have oh, this is something that we we didn't say in the newer recording is that wu Jing, if for the most part in all these fights is basically touted as like the invincible dude, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty you know way more competent than any of the fighters that he takes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that they feel you know it actually becomes a problem and when the plot rears its ugly head, very ugly head um but yeah um so like you know like it never feels like you know he he really encounters any sort of like real threats you know and you know in terms of like what the how the story portrays it you know uh, I, I don't even know if we we've talked about this already yet but a lot of the times the the characters would be like hey uh, Wu Jing, you're not being ferocious enough yeah you're not being you know like you're not being you know aggressive enough and in this fight, you know, like this fight, as long as as well as every other fight in the movie is like he's definitely holding his own. I don't know what what fighter are you fucking looking at?
1: Yeah, it, it's it's kind of weird that they kept on saying like, oh, you need to be ferocious, you need to be more aggressive, because he's doing perfectly fine in all the fights. He's, uh, I mean, yes, in the last fight we were talking about, like the three on three tournament one. Yes, he does get hurt, but that's because the guy was fucking cheating. He put nails in his shoes and his hands, so that's you know that's not really his fault. He didn't really need to be aggressive um, to win that fight. He just needed to be a better fighter, and it's it's interesting because here I feel that uh, Shin Yu Hmm. is actually his equal. It feels like Um, you think so, yeah, like you he's definitely the more aggressive one and i feel he's really fast man like uh this fight is so fast the their choreography and their speed i don't think it's sped up at all i think this is just the speed of wu jing yep. and Jin Yu. and right. their kicks and their punches and this choreography it it goes it goes by really fast i like that it's fast but it's it's too quick because it, it's just over <laughs> like that but i right. really admire their speed here like this is a case where i'm pretty positive positive. They didn't do any, um, like, frame like, ramping. Ex- yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think ramps, this is yeah. just how fast these fighters are.
0: Right, right. I will say, though, um, <clears throat> one thing's that, well, one thing's, wow, grammar. Um, some of the things that rear its head from earlier in the film that show some of Wu Jing's or his character's way of fighting uh, reprise themselves in this fight, right? So Wu Jing is trying to do that. Uh, that arm lock that he does to uh, uh paul smith in the earlier fight mm-hmm. and xing Yu escapes from it somehow i think that the shot was a little too quick mm-hmm. uh to show how he did it i think xing you just twisted his hand in a certain his fingers a certain way and he kind of somehow broke out of the arm lock
1: mm-hmm.
0: i don't think that's i don't think that's very clear on how he actually th- he does that um you know, there's like another move where um i'm actually trying to remember the exact other move that he tries to do uh yeah, uh, you know, well, he, he tries uh, like a couple things that he he does to Xing Yu that he he tried on other moves, like uh, other opponents, like he tries to flip them on, uh, flip this guy onto his back. But then Xing Yu just immediately retaliates by turning that into a a, a push kick, similar to how Johnny Cage uh, did that to Scorpion in Mortal Kombat, uh, the movie. Uh, so like what the this whole fight scene is trying to indicate is that Xing Yu has some sort of retaliating tactic for everything that that Wu Jing has mm, okay and I you know so I can kind of see what you mean by you know yes he is his equal in that aspect he has fight IQ to him I don't like I don't <laughs> like how uh Wu Jing gets the upper hand it almost feels like luck he <laughs> just punches him <laughs> in the face and Jingyu's days for the rest of the fight
1: yeah that comes out of nowhere I hated that moment because you know It does give us a moment to breathe because the fight is just, it's relentless. It's nonstop choreography up until this moment. But then suddenly it's like he pokes him in the eyes and that's it. That's like, I don't understand. Like he didn't exploit a weakness. He just got lucky with a hit to the face. Yeah. And now Xing Yu, he's just done. And it's so disappointing because I I like this fight a lot up until that moment because it seemed like he was actually his equal, at least for me
0: right right no i completely agree so like i find it just really jarring that like oh suddenly the fight takes a sudden dip and he's Mm -hmm. significantly just winning and uh, i feel like it's not earned maybe maybe this is what dennis law was trying to trying to evoke it's like oh in order to win certain fights you gotta fight dirty and i I, he he says that a lot in in the commentary right justifying Mm -hmm. the whole fucking movie but uh, yeah, but his whole his his whole uh thing with uh, Wu Jing's evolution as a fighter is supposed to be like, in order to beat dirty fighters, he has to fight dirty himself. Yeah. However, that doesn't feel like him being dirty. It just feels like he just won because he got lucky. Like he uh, now he just delivered a lucky hit, and then the rest of it he just won because well, he well he he's taking advantage of the other guy's weakness. That's not dirty per se right
1: if anything it should have it, it it felt like it should have been he gets him in the arm lock he sees that Shing uh, Yu is almost getting out of it and so in desperation he hits him in the eyes because he's like oh, I, I need to win you know like yep. I felt like we never got a sense of Wu Jing having to resort to dirty tactics because he was losing mm-hmm. right. right yeah it, this fight this whole time was pretty equal uh more on uh, Xing Yu on the winning end. But him just, you know, poke him in the eyes out of nowhere really feels like it came out of nowhere. I yeah. wanted a dirty move to come out of desperation because that would have been perfect for his character. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy, but he's losing. And now he just needs to do something. Okay, I'm going to resort to a dirty tactic. That right. would have been great to, you know, for his ultimate uh, fall to the dark side.
0: Right. You know, like, we are talking obviously about the action The action and the character itself are uh, like the actions of the character and the, you know, the story behind the character have to work with one another. Right. So we're skipping over all the story. Right. But Wu Jing in the uh, in as the story continues has been a pretty like naive, nice guy up to this point. So even if like he was even if the in the story, he starts turning bad. Like the fighting itself uh, up to this point doesn't really feel like he's actually turning that bad. It just feels like he's winning. And I don't, I never feel like he's being, being like not evil, but like malicious in fighting. He's just, he's just doing whatever it takes to win. And he, I, I would actually say that he's the most honorable fighter out of everybody. Well, of uh, course.
1: He doesn't really hurt anybody until, well, he doesn't really needlessly hurt anybody that didn't deserve it until yeah. this fight, it feels like because right. Xing Yu uh, wasn't really trying to hurt him in a very, very malicious way like the last fight. The guy had nails in his shoes. I mean, mm-hmm. I, all of that, he get, he got what was coming to him. Yep. But here, this is just like a normal fight and him breaking his leg at the end. Uh, yep. It's it's supposed to be, oh, uh, Wu Jing is, you know, he's embracing the bad and they're they're encouraging the bad because the girlfriend is cheering it, but i don't know it, it it it
0: didn't feel right for me you know what I mean, am i just tainted or maybe i'm like i'm just like jaded at this point like maybe i don't think that leg breaking is that vicious it's not i, I, it's I, I just feels like it it's fits the movie it's like this is you're in an underground fight i i don't I, for the for the sake of like how like what this 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 kind of fighting entails breaking a limb is it seems like pretty standard stuff mm-hmm. and it also it also feels like if you don't do it to him he's gonna do it to you so like what's the what's the problem
1: yeah and the the problem with the story too unfortunately is we have no remorse on his mm-hmm. and from it this is supposed to be a turning point for him like is he gonna tip over the edge is he gonna mm-hmm. be a bad person there is a moment where the the female love interest cheers him because he breaks his, his leg and he mm-hmm. wins because of it and you see him like grimace because he's like, oh, I didn't really want to do that. But then that's it. Like, it's such a small moment that should have been bigger. It should have been dragged out a Wait, little more.
0: I missed that somehow. I, I didn't know that's what they were going for. Like, I didn't know he was, he was trying to show remorse in that, that look. I thought he was just doing that because he's tired. I think it was <laughs> because what happens,
1: so you can see she gets way too happy that he broke that guy's leg. Yeah. Yes, he won, but she's, like, jumping. She's clapping her hands, and he <sighs> looks at her, like, Ugh, okay, right. you're this... really happy for that. Uh o- right. okay. That, right. That's this... that's what I'm getting from it. Like, he he knows he won, but he really shouldn't have resorted to that.
0: Right. Well, this is not, like, Way of the Dragon, where, you know, like, if, if I think if that's what they're trying to go for, is, you know, you don't know how Way of the Dragon, how Bruce Lee shows remorse before he has to finally defeat... Chuck Norris, yes. and you know he yes. he shows that remorse. It is so clearly obvious mm-hmm. that you know Bruce Lee did not want to do that. Here, uh, you know it it's too brief. You know, like, I feel like there's there's it's not really honing in on the fact that you know like Wu Jing really does show that remorse because he immediately shifts to smiling. Yeah, right after yeah. that.
1: Well, the problem too is where Way of the Dragon. There's a lot of great pacing up yeah, until the pacing, point. In yes. mm-hmm. here, it's just fight, 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 fight. Break leg. And then remorse. <laughs> yeah, break leg. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, there's, it comes like, again, this fight feels like it just ends out of nowhere. Yes. The mm-hmm. breaking of the leg, that's a big moment. But up until that, we didn't get, uh, the buildup to it. So, yeah. it, our, you know, it just feels out of whack in terms of the timing.
0: Right. Well, I will say though, this is the first fight that actually feels like it ends. <laughs> <laughs> You're know, like, well, he, he delivered a finishing blow. It actually felt like a finishing blow. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Right. Um, well that's over and then guess what uh in the chinese cut we get one more scene of the two male characters uh sitting by a riverbed which is the next scene after this and then the mo- the chinese version's over <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. like why why would it end there doesn't matter uh well in the theatrical version after this scene's over uh, now we are introduced to this other character, the another character is played by uh, Sammo uh, Well, Samo Hung's son, Timmy Hung. Yes, I
1: had no idea Sammo Hung had a son. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Uh, so this last fight, you know, between Wu Jing and, and Timmy Hung, I will say um, I hate the setup for this. <laughs> I, I mean, I hate a lot of things about this movie, mm-hmm. but I hate the setup for this because um, we have this one scene where in exposition, it's a terrible setup, absolutely horrible setup on how you should uh, set up the quote-unquote final boss in the movie. They have a character uh, just say like, oh, you should be w- be careful of this final boss. He once did this one thing, I was, you know, and he's really feared. He's like so vicious. He's like mean on the streets. And you see a flashback of that one particular character, Timmy Hung, uh, running away from people because he can't take them on. <laughs> what do you... Right,
1: yeah, so... Does this movie do anything right yeah, with so the story? technically before this last fight, we do get a mini brawl with uh, Timmy Hung. And it's supposed it, to set up that, yeah, he's a, he's a real fighter from the streets. You know, he's fighting these gang guys who are going after him. But he, he's losing. And so he runs away. <laughs> and... That doesn't really instill confidence in us as mu- moviegoers. Like, okay, you know, he kind of held his own against, you know, a group of guys. But generally when you do the last the last fighter and you want to build up like, oh, this guy is like a menace. Like, you know, usually they do cheesy things like, oh, let's cut to him. Like, you know, um, shotgunning a beer can and then smashing it over, over his head. You know, something to imply a great deal of physical intimidation. To yep. see him run away from a fight is just doing the opposite for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, it's setting him up as if like, well, I mean, it's just there's a disconnect between like what the characters are saying, what this guy can do, and what we are actually seeing. Like, man, you should be really careful of him, and he's like, ah, <laughs> he's like cowering <laughs> like, in fear because he can't take on a bunch of like lowly thugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, yeah, like you can't really take on a bunch of lowly thugs, you know, like in real life, you know, because you know one on many is not realistic. But come on, it's a movie. Yeah, like they you can't, you can't do that. Yeah,
1: they should have just showed him win. That I would have been fine with that. I would have been like, okay, cool, this guy, he can fight. Good. Okay, maybe he'll um, actually be worthy to fight Wu Jing. Right. But right. nope, it, it's it's not even the case. He's he's like he's just one of these lowly guys who's uh, who's forced to fight him, but. In terms of story, I guess it's kind of serviceable because Wu Jing is supposed to take a fall.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't get that either. And again, the movie doesn't do anything right. Uh, like when they try to connect the plot and the the, the fighting together, that it, it just always falters somehow. So the problem here is that Wu Jing is supposed to to, to lose the fight, right? Mm-hmm. Why does he lose the fight in the way that he does? <laughs> There's so many ways you can lose the fight. But he chooses the most self-damaging way to lose the fight. <laughs> we're, it, I, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. was so yeah. stupid. So,
1: <laughs> do you think that they mentioned that he needed to take a fall in this way, but we were so annoyed with the movie as we were watching it, no. we were just talking over it? <laughs> like, is that a
0: possibility? <laughs> there, there could be a possibility that could happen. I mean, after a certain point, I th- started to check out. You know, well, that, the that's stories. what I mean. Did, Dog shit. Did we
1: check out from the movie... to a point where they explained to us exactly what happened in the end and we were just we're now we're complaining about
0: it right well i mean i mean i was paying attention enough to to know that there's a certain twist in the movie Mm -hmm. uh you know in terms of one of the characters Mm -hmm. you know again no spoilers Mm -hmm. but uh i will say you know like if there if there was some sort of detail saying like oh you need to lose a fight by uh uh shattering an entire part of your your body (laughs) uh I definitely didn't hear that, and uh, you know, like you can lose a fight in a completely different manner. It's like, oh, get punched in the face, and then just take the fall. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like, why? And you know, it, it. The worst part of it is that it's self inflicted. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why, like, it really infuriates me. Well,
1: well, this is movie. This is draw. <laughs> this is drama slash martial arts action movie. Mm-hmm. So you know, they mm-hmm. really had to go over the top with this, and mm-hmm. I, you know, at least it's at least it's kind of shocking what he does to himself as stupid as it is i'll i'll kind of give the movie that
0: right well you know what it does it just makes him seem more in just incompetent <laughs> 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 it's, it, like, i'll I'll, I'll say is he does an a twist uh which i think is air, uh wire assisted so you know it's a, it's a b twist but a little bit more inverted so he looks more like vertical and he does the a twist, that he's supposed to be a you know um, a, a round kick at the end of it. That's all I'm gonna say. But uh, all the guy had, all the villain had to do was just lean to the side to avoid the hit, mm-hmm. and then Wu Jing fucks himself up. And that's not how you end the movie. That's how the final fight of the movie ends. Mm-hmm. That's how, not how you end the movie. Right? Yeah. I. I yeah. This whole
1: this whole thing is kind of a shame because. The fight is broken up uh, mm-hmm. with a huge um, kind of like plot twist. Uh, I'll say, yep. and mm-hmm. as nice as like you know, and as nice as simple as the choreography is, it starts and then it's interrupted because they kind of have to reveal um, some other mm-hmm. characters' motivations, and then you almost forget that the fight was happening when it goes back to it. I was like, oh right, they're they're still fighting, and then it has to go <laughs> to him taking a fall. Like I like some of the choreography; it's it's okay. W- with okay. everything it's it's okay it's not bad it i don't like how it's shot but i i do like the choreography because i can see what they were trying to do
0: mm, it's interesting I, uh, I can clearly tell you're trying to be positive here yeah. i not as i'm not as forgiving of this mm-hmm. uh if they squeezed in this kind of this caliber of fighting this caliber of choreography in earlier in the movie i wouldn't have an issue with yeah. it actually i think that timmy hung and Shing Yu should have switched places
1: yeah yeah i'll give you that Yeah, like mm-hmm.
0: yeah like xing Yu should have been the final boss yeah. like yes oh been perfect xing Yu would have like had his arm broken or whatever his leg broken and and wu jing's about to deliver the final blow but he's a fucking idiot and he hurts, <laughs> hurts himself anyways but i mean at least the final the final fight will be impressive because it's a martial arts movie you want to end on a bang Instead, I feel yeah. like this final fight ends on a whimper, and this is no means me disrespecting Timmy Hung. I just think that mm-hmm. they, they shouldn't have highlighted him as the, the main feature of the movie, especially when in the previous scene, he was running away from the lowly goons. <laughs> like nothing wow, you're
1: ab- really you're really harping on him running away from that Well
0: fight. yeah because like if, even in this fight I don't actually think he's skilled enough to actually hold his own as the final yeah. boss Well he well
1: he's clearly he's clearly not because uh Wu Jing beats him literally beats him during the fight and then he realizes like oh shit I wasn't supposed to do that yeah,
0: <laughs> Uh so frustrating and you know what after this what? fight scene after this fight scene um because we can't spoil how it ends uh, we have another 10 minutes, uh, which is basically resolving everything that just occurred before. Uh, I don't want to talk about any of it. All I can say is that it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's it's such a downer ending, but not like downer as in like, oh, I feel bad for these characters. Uh, which you do. You do still feel kind of bad for the characters. It's more like, why did that have to fucking happen? That is so annoying. Right.
1: Well, I, I get it. I get it. This, and I kind of, I think I mentioned this earlier. So like, I feel like when you have these kind of downer endings in the Hong Kong film, they're trying to teach you a lesson. Don't do this. Don't do drugs. They're (laughs) trying to say, don't do underground fighting. If you're, you know, if you know martial arts, because yes, there is the temptation of more money. uh they were kind of showing in the beginning of the movie that they were poor they they did a bad job at that Mm -hmm. uh in my opinion i feel like they should have really hammered home his living situation or the fact that they couldn't feed themselves Mm -hmm. because then i would have bought that okay yeah he needs to fight to make money yeah um so yeah basically what they're trying to say is uh don't do underground street fighting because you'll die (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god and and the, and the people you care about will die everyone
0: will die I, I know I hear the message I feel like the road to get to that was so horribly like just there's like the road to get there was had so much traffic yeah. <laughs> it feels like it didn't like and and the person driving had no idea where to go, but somehow we still made it to the destination um mm-hmm. the story is horrible, my god, it's terrible um I, I don't. I don't want to talk about the fucking story anymore because you know the last ten minutes are nothing but story. All I can say is that uh, what the final the the final scene ends with him trying to accomplish something, and I feel like he couldn't even get that done. <laughs> you know. What? Well, it, it it had to
1: be like quote unquote bitter sweet, almost like. I mean, like it, it, it had he, to be the down. Da- it had to be the downer ending. You whoa, know? whoa, like, no,
0: no, no, no. If if he even if he did it, and you know, like uh, his fate and his fate would have been the same anyways. It wouldn't have changed anything, but I feel like it, for the sake of the story, it probably be, you know more fitting, in my opinion, if he actually did what he did need to do um, or he was se- you know, setting out to do at the end. Uh, the fact that he didn't do it and there's actually no follow up scene afterwards, it's like, mm-hmm. what is the point of all this? Like, what is <laughs> the point of this final 10 minutes? The, uh,
1: the point is, Will, don't do underground fighting okay. because you're going to die and then your loved ones are going to die. And... and then
0: you're going to end up in a field. Uh, yeah. and, and then... I don't, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, it's weird. I, uh, like, I, I feel like we kind of just shortcutted our way to the ending. I don't know if we missed anything from our lost recording, but uh, we're at the recommendation section of it. Um, I don't recommend this movie. <laughs> and I'm done. I'm not
1: surprised.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Zero, uh, you want to go first?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, man, I, I touched on this a little bit. I watched this when it first came out, and I remember liking it. I didn't think it was that bad. And then when we watched it together, it really was a chore to get through. Uh, this script, I don't like this script. Um, I liked ideas about it. I, I think I mentioned it. I kind of like the downer Hong Kong movies endings like you need to learn a lesson and it has to be an extreme way of really learning a lesson and everyone (laughs) dies at the end. I kind of like those endings, (laughs) you know, I I'm I'm kind of that cynical type of person here, though. It just it just takes so long to get to it. And we don't like any of these characters. A lot of the character stuff we were mentioning because I thought there were better ways to, to fix some of these issues but obviously this is us just like coming up with things that we can't really fix yep um, so yeah it, I I can't recommend this movie even though I remember liking it a lot which 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 is such a shame uh, for me personally uh-huh. uh, I still like the fights because I like the choreography a lot I like what Wu Jing is doing and I like I like his fight a lot between some of the people I just don't like how it was shot which is weird even though I'm recommending it Mm-hmm. so yeah i think you could still watch the fights and i think you can see semblances of good choreography there even though it feels like it's kind of missing stuff mm-hmm. uh, that's something i think would have been in our lost audio mm-hmm. that all the fights feel like they just they end abruptly and it makes you feel like you want more yeah. even though it's not there that's it
0: <sighs> yeah that's 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 what uh, it is like uh even the good parts of it i feel like are just missing something mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah you know, i'll echo your sentiments I, but i do think that yeah i do think that the story is muddled though uh like i i don't mind downer endings in movies in general as long as it feels earned right you know the same with happy endings. Like, i feel like a happy ending also has to feel earned you know uh you know like this downer ending i feel it like just kind of comes out of nowhere especially since the message is so muddled or like maybe the message is there but, again, the, the road to get there is so, like, unclear. And, uh, like, th- this is not good storytelling at all. <laughs> this is absolutely atrocious. And it's a, it's a chore to sit through. Um, but, again, like I said before, there are a lot of these, stup- these terrible reviews out there that, that justify watching the film by saying, oh, uh, you know, like I said before. Oh yeah that I mean like you're I mean you're you're in it for the the action not the story you know but it's uh, you know but the story here is really bad but at least the action is good you know 9.5 out of 10 no oh, five stars. Uh and I, I don't I don't agree with that you know like remember it's a it's a movie. Uh you know movie first action you know is is next to that. So uh because the story is that bad and I keep harping on it I really cannot recommend at all to sit through that whatsoever so it all comes down to the fight scenes and i think the detriment of our show is that i i've been spoiled by so many good fight scenes uh or you know good at martial arts movies i think that the fight scenes in this movie are okay they're just a little bit better than okay they're they're kind of good <clears throat> um i would definitely recommend watching the fight scenes over the 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 movie like well like any day don't don't waste an hour and 45 minutes of your time <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't think the fight scenes are anything spectacular, especially since we, we point out all these flaws with it. Yeah. Um, flaws as in not, not as in like, Oh, that's terrible, but there's just enough with it where like, ah, oh, they could have done this. I don't care if like, it's not a budgetary thing. Like it's a creative choice to frame certain shots like this or, uh, you know, like, you know, some of the, some of the, again, like uh, sometimes the, the, especially with this movie, sometimes the character choices actually are in the fights are reflected from the story and it informs a lot of like why a character does certain things and i feel like there's a disconnect because the story is plotted so poorly so i don't know just some everything everything about this movie just like it's just has so like too many missteps for me to even say like oh this fight was perfect i will say the closest that comes to being like really good is probably the fight with shing yu just because we have two talented martial artists in it and everything else you know, has a lot of issues with it. So I can't recommend even on the fights fight level. That is a very long tirade. I don't okay. like this movie. <laughs> I don't ever want to talk about this again. If this recording <laughs> somehow gets oh my cut God.
1: forever, check, I
0: am not doing this.
1: Check the recording. Are you recording still?
0: <laughs> yes, I am still recording. Okay, yes. thank God. I can see how I'm blowing <laughs> out the mic because of all the screaming I'm doing and how much I hate this movie. Uh, yeah, that's fucking Fatal Contact god damn it uh what else has dennis law done i don't want to make sure that we don't No, like I, I now i have to keep him on my radar see if he mm-hmm. can i watched i watched another
1: ass. film he did um triad wars which had wu jing again it it had it i think it that movie is most famous for uh wu jing and Samuel hung fighting at the end mm. the problem oh with, yeah the problem with that fight is it literally comes out of nowhere they fight <laughs> because the movie needed a big fight and yeah yeah it's just it's a good fight it's it's good to just watch by itself um but story-wise like that is it is completely unnecessary
0: all right I, I was afraid you're gonna be like oh we should watch triad wars i haven't seen it since this first came out but maybe we'll like it too no just no, like middle <laughs> content.
1: <laughs> yeah we don't need to watch that
0: we don't need to watch that uh you know i had more fun watching uh what's it, enter the eagle than i did watching this <laughs> uh which is a Shannon Lee, Benny the Jet, and uh Michael Wong movie. That was also terrible, but it was more entertaining than this. And uh yeah, just go watch that instead. <laughs>